It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. Now a man is seen walking towards the officer's SUV, but the deputy's SUV investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired multiple shots while the two were parked. multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Madam Speaker, my colleagues, my fellow Americans, I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. As far as the allegations of the CIA hacking the Senate computers, nothing can be could be volatile, and I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. And now, here's CD Media's host of Information Operation. Welcome to Information Operation. Today we have uh, one of my, uh, I guess, the most effective people that I know. Brent Beecham is a co-founder of CD Media. He's really the impetus behind our Zionism.com site, which focuses on Israel. Uh, Brent is a classmate of mine at the Air Force Academy in 1986. He flew F-15s in the Gulf War. And then uh, very interestingly, was uh, he immigrated to Israel for a while, uh, married a beautiful uh, Israeli woman, and was drafted into the Israeli Air Force where he flew A-4s, I believe, right, Brent? That's uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. So Brent uh, has an amazing background, but he's also a real estate developer in Georgia and has been in Atlanta and has been highly influential um, in efforts there to fix the state. And we thought it would be a good time to talk about uh, the announcement yesterday from Vernon Jones that he's going to run against Brian Kemp in the upcoming primary for the governor of Georgia. So Brent, thank you for joining us. And uh, wh why don't you give us a background on what you know about Vernon? Well, Vernon has kind of an interesting history and in, given that he was a Democrat and he was in the, the Georgia legislature as a Democrat and actually had some um, occasions to vote against things that maybe a lot of Republicans might think um, didn't quite comport with their uh, worldview. Uh, I think specifically one of the things that's going to come up probably uh, during any of these um, um, primaries is his vote on uh, the abortion law that, that Georgia had. Mm -hmm. He also had some kind of um, interesting history when when you look at his role as DeKalb County CEO in which there were a lot of accusations about uh, things that were uh, improprieties in the, in the way he handled the finances. Mm -hmm. And then there was some other further dust that was thrown up uh, along the way about um, some sort of uh, sexual assault charge, which was later dropped. So there's a lot of things, I think, that when you look at him and you go, yeah, he might not be this 
character that that would that you would think would be successful against Brian Kemp, except for one thing. When Brian Kemp refused to 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 call the legislature back into into session, and and he's continued to block, and he and, and Raffensburger and these guys have continued to block efforts to to to, to look at the actual. Uh, results of what happened in Fulton County to actually investigate into what happened with uh, these ballots that were at State Farm. And you go, so that's really weakened Brian Kemp's argument. In fact, I think if you look at what happened in the runoffs um, with our two Senate seats, that there's a lot of people just said, I'm not coming back out as long as the GOP is in control, uh, the, the current GOP is in control right. of this state. We're, we're just not going to go out and go vote. We're, we're not interested. So all that leads back to I went to an event that was uh, it was billed as a Linwood Sydney Powell event in Alpharetta that was Stop the Steal and it was attended by thousands of people and of course the the, the big billing in this was Linwood and mm-hmm. and and Sydney and uh, at the end of all of that this character who I really hadn't really thought a whole lot about and and really hadn't had much exposure to in recent years. This tall black gentleman stands up and says, my name's Vernon Jones and and I'm here to to support President Trump. And I thought myself, well, isn't that interesting? Here's this guy that that he says he's a Democrat and and he's been a longtime Democrat and he comes from DeKalb County, which uh, arguably is probably one of the strongholds of Democrats in the state and Brown, has probably Brown Bureau voter fraud or election yeah. fraud. In yeah, and, and they and they have, yeah, and they have the dumbest representative ever, Hank uh, Johnson, who thought Guam was going to tip over if the Navy put too much equipment on the on on the island, and and asked an admiral literally with a serious face, and he and he's now one of the guys that wants to pack the court. So here's DeKalb County which you just don't think of as a place that uh, a Democrat would swap to become a Republican and then run against an incumbent um, Georgia governor. And when I saw him with that speech and his impassioned plea, um, not as a Democrat, not as a Republican, but as an American, I thought, that's a guy I can get behind. And I, I, I mentioned that to a number of people that are friends on who are longtime Republicans and they, including a mutual friend of ours uh, who won't, uh, who won't be uh, mentioned here, but um, they, they're, they're, I think their view is skewed by all the history and it is some fairly negative history that will come up in, in the primary and then in the general election, should he stand, um, as the Republican nominee, it pales against uh, letting the country go down and in, in, in bed with the it, Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> exactly. And, well, and yeah. and if you look back and people go, well, he's not a Republican, and he's and he's had views that were, um, that were counter to what our general, you know, Republican. And I'm not interested in Republican ideas. I'm interested in conservative and American ideas. But right. you think back, not to not to over sell him but ronald reagan was a democrat and ronald reagan was as strong a democrat as anybody could ever have been 
And he saw the light and became the most conservative, best uh, until Trump came along, was the best Republican president in the 20th century. I mean, without what his mistakes were in life. And he said, well, Sam, once I was a Democrat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But but I've seen Vernon uh, a number of times on on Fox and other TV shows, and and again he has a very polished, you know, and and a lot of times I, I think that that's one of the things that turns people off is the polished element of politicians. Mm-hmm. But for him to have seen that kind, I mean, it was a Damascus moment for him, Damascus Road mm-hmm. moment that. Yeah. He saw the American Republic was being stolen by, you know, whatever elements, including his own party. And he said, I'm, I'm putting those things aside. Now, you know, you say, OK, so who's going to beat Stacey Abrams? Because you have to assume that Stacey Abrams is going to run. Right. And I can assure you, whether you love Brian Kemp or not, Brian Kemp will lose to her. No, no question. Irrespective of fraud and and all the machines and all she will will crush him because he's such a flawed character and i don't i cannot imagine a single republican getting excited to go out in the midterms which will be even worse for us that that we won't be able to maybe maintain the seats that are in the state because the republicans will stay home and if you stay home we're going to lose the yeah, I, I mean, we got important stuff coming because Warnock's got to run again. Mm-hmm. We've got all the, the representatives that are running. And and the tide is a little bit against us at this point. So we have a very short amount of time. And I would think somebody like Vernon Jones, again, backed by President Trump, uh, would be a really strong candidate. Now, does that mean that, that now – the dam will break and people, uh, other people within the Republican party will now stand against Kemp. That's possible too. But I yeah. think that's the, I think that's the big thing is that nobody, nobody wanted to run against Kemp because they don't want to run against a, a fellow Republican. Yeah, well, now the they have no choice. The machine yeah. is definitely behind Kemp. So yeah, exactly. The outside who can crack that egg. Right. So it, this could be one of those things where, they're going to say, well, we're going to have Vernon Jones running against Kemp. Maybe we ought to throw some other names in there. And I, and I think that's happened already with the Secretary of State um, that uh, you know, Raffensperger, you know, nobody, there's rumors he may switch parties. Yeah. But there's been two announcements. Uh, the person that he, he beat in the runoff the previous election, uh, David Belisle, and, uh, and, uh, Representative Heiss is also running with the backing of, of uh, President Trump. And so those two uh, those two people have already now broken the ice on that level. I've heard all kinds of people about lieutenant governors uh, want to run against uh, Jeff Duncan, who mm-hmm. uh, is equally complicit in all these things. Uh, he's out there playing front man, explaining how great our system is. Right. So on um, all the yeah, and 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 Jeff Duncan was the is the guy that you knew was the jock in high school, and he played AAA baseball, I think, and never got beyond that. But that's that's the high water mark of his life. 
And he was totally unprepared to be lieutenant governor. And of course, you know, again, most people think about lieutenant governor like you think about vice president, right? It's like, well, what was he actually do? And the answer is in this state, a lot, apparently. It's a powerful position. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I mean, I grew up in Georgia like you and had no idea lieutenant governor had any authority to do anything at all. I just thought he was this guy that was kind of like, yeah, just in case. Right. And, um, but back to, you know, back to Vernon, I, I think that Vernon could cross a lot of uh, lines that, that people, you know, break down some barriers that, that, um, you know, maybe the, the black community in Atlanta, which I don't think is particularly um, liberal by any stretch. I, I think there's a lot of black business in Atlanta and maybe he can reach uh, to that uh, community. Right. And, and, you know, and, and there's a there's a possibility Stacy won't run if he runs. I, I think Stacy, yeah, yeah. her big thing is she just wants to beat Kemp. Well, if Kemp's not there, then why would she run? Yeah, especially since she's making so much money. money yeah, she's she's making more money. But why would you want to be the governor when you go run around the country acting like a rock star and making money? Right, right. She's raking it in. Well, it, you know. Some of our uh, colleagues uh, uh, that are in South Atlanta are really uh, telling us that the black community down there is really recovering and actually having a a great awakening as to who is really on their side and who is best for their future. So this is a really important race and maybe he could reach some of those people. Yeah. People, businessmen, small business entrepreneurs, uh, patriots that that are from minority communities. You know, yeah, I think Atlanta's ripe for that sort of um, reawakening of the of that community because there's you know Atlanta is not a poor town. This is not, I mean, there are poor sections of Atlanta for sure, and and I think if you you know if you drive around and and I do because I'm always looking for real estate opportunities, mm-hmm. but when you see um, the the poorest sections of town now are being occupied by new campuses for Microsoft. The Amazon's in town, Google's in town. They're taking advantage of of um, you know Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a I, I think there's a you know um, a reawakening of of the city and sort of the east side of the city and downtown have, have always been really strong places, but the the the, uh, the west part of town's been devastated for years, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I, and I think that you know, I talked to to black leaders in the area, um, and I'm looking for you know housing opportunities and so on. And again, I, I think that somebody like Vernon Jones could come in and really recapture uh, that community, which uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So China scored up. Atlanta is very much on a precipice in other ways. We've been, we've talked about it amongst ourselves. Yeah. There's a lot of Chinese influence in the, in the uh, city council. And it seems to be not a positive influence from right. um, what we're finding out. Um, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, we're Chinese art showing up all around Atlanta. I think there's one <laughs> image of a dollar bill with like Mao in the middle of it or something like that. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's definitely yeah. you know, CCP influence who were praising uh, some of this, uh, so 
I agree with you. Atlanta is obviously a successful area with a lot of wealth and power and in the South. And the fact that CCP is it's on their radar is, is troubling and we right. need some good leadership. Yeah, I, you know, and it's and the other maybe another interesting dynamic is that every time uh, Governor Kemp has come up with some, whether it's a, a loosening of regulations with coronavirus or um, now the 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 uh, voter law SB two hundred two that came out, the city mayor, the mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms um, has contradicted or countermanded everything right you know it, he uh kemp released a bunch of uh restrictions about uh, capacity of um, restaurants she said no we're we're going in fact sued mm -hmm. uh the state and the state said okay you know we're, we're not going to do that so they let them do that uh and now she's saying we want to do things that will um you know prevent voter suppression you know, because this law right. is horrible, which you have to wonder, you know, what's her what's her objective? You know, is she trying to run for something bigger than, than well, mayor? the article that came out, I think, on National Pulse this week, that Stacey Abrams is tied into the Chinese Communist Party through this Center yeah. for American Progress. So yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of Chinese money flowing into Keisha's, you know, yeah. bank account as well. And some, you know, yeah, her personal account, but in the city, it's coming into the city yeah. uh, and helping her. So, you know, and assuming that she and, and she may or may not, may not win, uh, there's another strong um, couple of can, uh, candidates that are going to run against her for mayor. Um, but let's presume she, you know, wins again. Mm -hmm. And uh, now you have Vernon Jones as the governor. You know, again, maybe maybe there's a maybe they can find a way to work better uh, yeah. together. Uh, than Kemp because Kemp and her just clashed. Yeah. But um, well, thank you, Brett. I think that's yeah. uh, really what I wanted to talk to you about was Vernon and what's going on in Atlanta, and maybe we can make this kind of a regular thing as, yeah. as things progress and and uh, the, the story unfolds. Because obviously, we've been reporting a lot, which you've been involved in, on what's going on in Georgia and trying to get that out to the public and, and outing the fraud. So we're going to continue that and. And uh, we'll have you back on. So thank you for your time and enjoy the sun down in Hotlanta. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye.